Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to Taking Flight, the podcast that's all about creating momentum in both life and business. I'm your host, Megan Holly, your guide on this journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Around here, we embrace the extraordinary power within all of us as we explore the pathways to confidence, growth, and success. This podcast is more than just a listening experience. It's a safe space to find your wings and gain confidence. So are you ready to soar? Buckle up because we're about to take flight into a world of possibility, growth, and transformation. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Taking Flight Podcast. It's Megan Holly here, and today is another guest episode. So we are going to be graced with Nicole's beautiful energy and, you know, just wait, you'll just feel it as we talk because when I came across her in social media land, which so many people I've connected with recently in that world, which is amazing, but we are actually also local to each other. But when I came across her, I just was just loving a, just her vibe, but also what she does, what she's out there helping the world do and understand and learn, which we will get into shortly. But Nicole is a life coach and she does face yoga, which I find so fascinating and which we'll definitely tap into that a little bit. Uh, no pun intended, right? With that. So, um, but yes, hi, Nicole, welcome to the episode. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me, Megan. I I have to say, like connecting with you on Instagram is where we connected. Like that's how like your vibe comes off, that energy too. And I just when I saw you, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling this energy and I just I just love it. So thank you for the kind, kind introduction. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Well, I'll let everybody know a little bit about who you are, what you do. You know, you can kind of open up a little bit about like the, the life coaching and all that good stuff and how you uh, operate in this world. Yes, yes, sure. Well, um, gosh, I started operating in this world um, as a face yoga teacher. And that has kind of evolved into life coaching, which I, I, while I don't combine them, like I don't do life coaching and face yoga all as one program, I, I kind of separate them. I feel like they both bring out the same thing in women and that's confidence. Um, And I just do my faith yoga because it worked for me. And I wanted to share that with other women because in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can just do this naturally. And it makes changes in my face. I mean, I'm 44. When I, when I dove into face yoga, I was turning 40 and I was just looking for a way as, as many women do just around that, that age. And I was just looking for a way to naturally, you know, help the fine lines, do some lifting, all the good things. And I just, I had started doing an exercise here and there. I Googled actually natural ways to improve the face or whatever I Googled and face yoga came up and I'm like, Ooh, face yoga. What is this? And then I discovered that found a couple exercises And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is working. Like I just, I was shocked that I was seeing results for what I was doing and I I didn't have to leave the house. I spent just a few minutes a day and it was working. So I'm like, I have to share this with other women. So I got certified um, through the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method and began teaching classes and whatnot. And then um, COVID hit. (laughs) So then I'm like, oh, I have to turn this all online. Well, this is different because I had never been on Zoom. You know, I'm sure everyone who has been in the space when we first got into that period, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? So to kind of just reframe and decide if this is something I was going to move forward with. So I did. And it turned into like something so wonderful. And then I got trained um, and certified to actually train other face yoga teachers. And then it just evolved. And then I started getting into more of like the mindset and, and spirituality. And that's when life coaching came up. And I'm like, wow, all this is working for me too. And I want to share this. And then I got certified in life coaching. Um, and then I've just enjoyed both and both have done such wonderful things for myself. And it's just one of those things I'm like, I need to share this with the world because I know it works. Um, 
And, and that's kind of where I am at today. Uh, I love that. Well, I love that you were like, Hey, I can't gatekeep all this beautifulness. I need Mm -hmm. to share it with the world. Um, and I think that's, what's amazing too, is what, what brings us to the work that we do, you know, um, outside of ourselves. And so I think that's really cool that it kind of, you know, evolved over time, but they also, they complement each other, but they also can stand separately. Um, but you've seen such a shift in your own life that you want that for other people. And I think that's amazing. Um, because I think at the core of, of us as beings, we want to right in community all kind of be better together, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so you're a perfect example of that, which I think is awesome. And that really comes through in what you do and just reminding people that it doesn't have to be complicated. I think that's what I love about you and what like you put out there um, Mm -hmm. is that it doesn't have to be complicated to Mm -hmm. take care of yourself, to have a better mindset, to make shifts in your literal appearance. Even, you know, I think people we have in this society, and I would love to get your take on this in this society we live in. It's just like this, like all or nothing, or this, it has to be this way, or there's no, you know, shift or change that's going to happen. How do you feel about that when you kind of, I'm sure you have to come up against people going, oh, that can't work. This isn't, you know, what is that really going to do for me? Like all that type of a sentiment. How do you, A, um, kind of defy that with, you know, the way that you show up and then B, how do you kind of combat it a little bit and kind of show like, no, actually, like there are things that shift with this. Yeah. Well, I think what it all comes down to, um, is that if, and this kind of goes for both, you know, just the face yoga, the coaching and whatnot. And it's just having almost a vision or just staying on course, being Mm -hmm. consistent, um, will provide changes. And it's so, we're so distracted in this world now where it's like, and and we'll just take face yoga, for example, like people ask me if I, when I'm doing, sometimes doing a workshop, they'll ask me about gua sha and this and that and this and that. And I'm like, well, you know what? I, I just do face yoga because that's what works. And it's like just being focused on one thing. And I, I mean, how can we not be distracted? And there's so many great things out there. Like there's so many things that can help. But once you just stay focused on on what you're doing currently, it all kind of plays out and just being consistent. Like I feel like consistency for anything will make changes. And, and I mean, that goes for uh, my face yoga. That goes for what I'm teaching my clients in coaching. And it's just that consistency. And once you do that, like everything kind of falls into place. So short answer or long answer, short or whatever. <laughs> no, but I love that though, because I mean, honestly, it is so very poignant and so it's obvious in one respect, but also it gets lost. Like you said, there's so many great avenues you can go for really anything in life, whether mm-hmm. it is, you know, taking better care of our skin or our physical, you know, appearance or our, you know, inner well being, our mindset, all of that. There's umpteen thousand ways that we could do the things, right? That we are working to attain. But like you said, for you, you know, pe- people are like, okay, well, what about this? So what about the gua sha? What about this? And you're going, this is what I do. And I've seen results because I'm consistent within this, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a beautiful thing to remind us all of, you know, no matter what a goal that you're working towards is, or, you know, where you're going in life, it's just like, getting clear and focused on it and then just sticking with it. Because also I think probably, right. You see it all the time. And the work that you do is that, you know, people will give kind of a sort of, Oh, I'm trying toward sort of effort, not mm-hmm. put in that consistency, but also aside from consistency, not really doing it in a, you know, full fledged manner. And then they're going, eh, you know, I don't know. Am I seeing shifts, whatever, but you're like, you haven't really given it a full, you know, space yeah. to really flourish. Right. Oh, exactly. And I think that works. I mean, that, that applies to just even in the coaching space. Um, and I'm sure this applies for you. I know you are in the coaching space and it's like, you have to do the hard things because the uncomfortable, like the uncomfortable things are what bring results. Yeah. And it's like doing, I mean, 
some people love face yoga. Like it is, it's like not just for, you know, the outer beauty, but it really helps relax the mind. I mean, it's it, when you're doing it, it's like a meditation. You're just focusing on, on the face yoga itself. You're not thinking, you're just focusing. That's all meditation is, you know, yeah. getting focused and whatnot. So it, it, it does feel nice, but sometimes it's just like, I want to just go on with my day. I don't want to sit here for 10 minutes doing face yoga, but it's just getting through that and be like, once that uncomfortableness of just the time spent is done, it's done and you continue. And with coaching, I mean, you have to go through discomfort in order to move forward to get to the comfort. So I think it's the same thing. Both applies and getting through the discomfort will get you to that comfort. Until you get uncomfortable again to the next step. Yeah. <laughs> so the next level is unlocked, right? And you're yeah. like, oh, this is another thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it never ends. <laughs> right, right. But I think when you have that mindset of knowing that that is just kind of the part of the process, I think it makes it a little bit more easy and attainable to get through it. And I love that you said like, great, like it's kind of just the idea of prioritizing, you know, yes. Do would I rather forego doing this practice that, you know, I want to put into my routine? Yeah. Maybe I'd like to like run to my next task faster, but also what if I could do all that other better because I just confidently took these five, 10 minutes to do these practices and this, you know, these different modalities. And I think that in itself is something that we can all use more of, right? You know, <laughs> I know I've been in days where I'm just excited about doing something. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to forget that I should probably, you know, stretch and I should probably do this before I really get moving. But I know on the days when I do that, I feel better and more yeah. capable and, you know, have a quality day because I just said, and I put the, the brakes on for just a little bit. Yeah. To the next thing and then you get there right mm -hmm. and That's you see the results eventually I mean it takes results take time and anything so right. yes I know we live in such an instant gratification world uh, yes. that it's just kind of wild speaking of that in the intake form you had mentioned something you're passionate about is talking about why we do the things we do so mm -hmm. kind of I feel like it's a good segue because just speaking of that right of kind of why, why do we easily just slough off the things that we know are good and things like that? So when you wrote that, what was your thought on that? What is, what comes to mind when you think of that sentiment of like, why we do what we do? Well, gosh, that goes back to all of our subconscious programming mm -hmm. and it's all these things that we've learned, whether it's beliefs that we hold, values that we carry a lot of these values and beliefs that we currently hold all come from, you know, experiences from our childhood. And I think it's once you, once you realize that you give yourself a little bit more, um, what's the word? You give yourself just a little bit more kindness and compassion to know that maybe what what's holding you back isn't what you're currently doing. It might be just programmed from your past, but the programming is running in the background. So you don't even know that it's happening. And, and we have a lot of beliefs that that we um, a lot, you know, unfortunately, a lot negative that we learned, you know, from our childhood that are just uh, you know, running in the background. And until we can like heal those beliefs and emotionally release those, those beliefs and those patterns and whatnot, um, you know, that's, that's a clear way to get to the next step once you release those. And I feel like a lot of people don't know that a lot of their, you know, maybe bad habits or their um, just their self-confidence is reflected from the past and not what is current. And I think that's, that's important for people to know that, that your beliefs aren't always your own beliefs. And it's important to, to um, be aware and observe what your beliefs are so you can change them. I love that. The first thing that came to mind when you said that, like kind of like the things running kind of in the background, it's almost like when you have your computer and you have like well, maybe this is just me. I don't know how you operate, but like a lot of tabs open at one time. 
<laughs> I think everyone operates like that. <laughs> Seems to be. Although I, my husband feels very stressed when he sees my computer screen because he's mm-hmm. like, he does have multiple tabs, but it's much less than mine. But I, that's what I kind of equate it to, that we have these tabs open that are just kind of cultivated and we've collected them over the years that we don't even sometimes realize that are still running and then it's affecting your current now, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, so I think that's a really poignant thing to bring up. And so thank you for that, because I think it's important um, that we are blessed enough to know that that's something that happens, right? We're Mm -hmm. in an age now where we're, we can access this information, right? You can say this on a podcast and help remind people that, the, the things that have happened or the things that we've, you know, heard, seen, done, been through are all kind of like, uh, piling up in the back there. Right. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah. if we bring it to the forefront and it might be uncomfortable. And that's the work that you do is to help people kind of like go into the discomfort to then get on the other side of discomfort, which is hard, but beautiful at the same time. Yes. It's very hard. <laughs> and, and, and it's hard. Yeah, exactly. It's hard. And not everyone wants to do that, but in, in a lot of situations, it's necessary just it just to feel better. And I also think not everyone knows, and I didn't know, that sometimes the day-to-day where we're all stressed and worried and, and all this stuff, we don't have to be feeling this. Like, there, you know, when we get down to, like, our most authentic self, like, we were born into this world with no worries, no, you know, and it's just, I think it's important that people know that every day doesn't have to feel like this. Um, and I didn't know until I was able to kind of, you know, emotionally heal and, and whatnot. So um, there is, there are ways, I mean, there's plenty of ways, you know, everyone can find their own um, area to where they feel called and who they feel called to, but there are so many ways that, that, that stress and anxiety and worry doesn't have to always be playing in the background. Um, and, and, and if you don't know, I hope you, you know, learn that now because it sometimes takes a while to to know that. I know for me, it took a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to be worried every day or, you know, and, and always have my mind running and anxious and whatnot. Yeah. I think that's a, re- a really, really good reminder or, you know, even just a, a, a slap in the, you know, just in the face in a way to say, like, it doesn't have to feel like this all the time. You know, you're going to have a hard season pop up in here and there, but your every day in and out doesn't have to feel just like you're bogged down. Um, I think that's poignant to bring up because I think um, whether whatever side you're on, whether you're like, yeah, yeah, I know that, but also this is just my life. That's for somebody else to have a more mm-hmm. fresh take on it. Or if you're like, oh, really? You're not supposed to always <laughs> yeah. feel like this. Either way, no matter where you are on the spectrum, it's just kind of going how can we pull it more to the forefront of our mind more and more and more mm-hmm. so that we can make it more the status quo that we're not suffering through it because so much beautifulness can unravel from not feeling that pressure all the time of just living in hardship, if you will, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And that can get you down to your most authentic self. And so you can hear your own inner wisdom and, and, kind of guide you through life. And I think that's one of the things is like getting down to who you are and what you love. And it's all about following your own, you know, your own purpose, but it's hard to do that when there's so much uh, static, right. You know, in the running in the background. So it's like releasing that and then just letting, you know, following, then being able to follow your own heart. So Uh, How would you say like for yourself in particular, like on your journey, how have you found to tap into your inner wisdom more um, and kind of dull out the static and the noise? Like what has been some things for you personally that maybe have helped you to do such? Yeah. So I, I mean, I think the, the first place to start is just start by observing your thoughts mm. because when you take, cause you're not your thoughts, you know, you're, you're, I mean, dependent on what you believe and whatnot, like we're just souls living in a human body. Yeah. <laughs> I might agree with that, but when you can just observe your thoughts, your thoughts are your past programming and 
if you can start observing the negative thoughts specifically, the ones that are limiting you and whatnot, and then understand like, oh, that's not me. Like that's someone, that's someone else. And I mean, I've, when I first started realizing this, like I gave my thoughts a nickname, like, oh, that's not me. That's in my, my name being Nicole. I gave my thoughts Nikki, like those literally, it's like, oh, Nikki, that's just stop, you know, like, so I think like a, a great way to start is just like, first observe like, oh, wait, these are, these are negative thoughts I'm having, but these aren't my thoughts. So like being the observer of your thoughts rather than being involved in your thoughts is like such a great way just to start like, oh, wait, that's, I'm just observing that I, I don't feel like I can do this or, you know, and going, okay, not me. Thank you for being here, thoughts, but I'm going to, you know, set you aside, let you kind of just float away <laughs> at this point. So I think that's helpful. And then realizing that your feelings are a, a way to guide you in life. So when you have uncomfortable feelings, that's a way to know that, oh, wait, I'm out of alignment with my true self. And knowing that there's a way that you can heal those or just release them um, and feel them because it's important to feel them because if you resist them, what you resist persists. But if you can actually just feel and release those emotions, um, you're going to feel just a lot better. So I think those are a couple ways to just kind of get started and know that your feelings aren't good, bad, right or wrong. They're just how you feel. And when you feel good, that the when you feel good, that's your, you know, your inner wisdom saying, oh, I'm on the right path. Like when you feel that, um, that's leading me in the right direction. But when you have those uncomfortable feelings, you're like, okay, wait, there's somewhere I need to heal, but I'm going to help release these so they don't stay stuck within. Um, so I guess there's a few ways to just start to feel better. Those are really, really great ways too, to think. I love that you said that you give these thoughts a nickname because it's kind of like making them more of an entity versus just kind of there because I just think right we kind of get lost in the idea of like well those are just going to be there kind of a thing but if you give Mm -hmm. it a name or whatever however you want to do that bring it to kind of giving it its own little space if you will I think that's Mm -hmm. kind of really a cool way to look at it um, Mm -hmm. especially for people who need kind of a more concrete way I suppose is what Mm -hmm. I'm saying of kind of thinking about that and kind of shifting. And then I also loved how you said, if you resist, it persists. I was like, oh, I like the way you said that because um, so often, like for instance, an example came up when you said that the other day, um, my husband was feeling a little bit anxious and he was just kind of like hunkering down and you can see that he was like just shutting down and wanted to like doom scroll and do the things Mm -hmm. and all that. And it just took like him articulating, I'm just feeling a little like uncomfortable and long story short, we just spoke through the things that he was kind of thinking about and what was kind of coming to life in his mind. And as soon as he like got up and like walked away from just letting himself just get sucked in and we talked through some things, it was just like, oh, those were just thoughts. Like you said, those were thoughts of things that aren't even real right now and Mm -hmm. we're just worrying. And so it was a really great moment for really both of us to, you know, to see like that in action. So thank you for bringing that to life because I think so many times we, we've all been there, I think, right. Where that we're just sitting there letting it take over, you know, it's like the doom cloud just kind of takes over and like the situation just seems like it will never shift or never change or, you know, never, never feel better or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but if you don't resist it, then we can release it, you know? Yeah. And well, and the, and the hard thing is now is, is when we're feeling those uncomfortable feelings now, you know, we have all this, these electronics, we have the social media, we have everything in the world that can distract us to actually focus on what we're actually feeling. Cause those are the uncomfortable feelings that we don't want to feel anyways. Right. They're not, they're not comfortable, but if we just actually go, wow, I'm feeling sad right now. And cry or just let that out that's just an emotional cycle that needs to be released and probably in our childhood somewhere we were told that we shouldn't release the cycle you know like when you're when your child if you're angry or sad it's everything's okay don't cry everything will be better we want i mean you want your 
children to feel better. So, you know, you, you don't want them to feel uncomfortable, but that doesn't help them to release the cycle. So now as adults, we learn that, oh, wait, no, it's not okay to feel my feelings. So I'm just going to resist them. And then it's just going to, they're just going to get bigger. And then here we are as adults, we're feeling these feelings 10 times than they were when we were children, but they've just been within our, you know, we've never released them. So they just carry on. Yeah. So it's just releasing them instead of getting on social media yeah. <laughs> to, to distract us from them. Yeah. Um, right. Or going, you know, shopping and over shopping for no reason, not, you know, everything yeah. in moderation, but just finding and like noticing what you're doing to resist it, you know? Yes. And, um, you know, cause I, we all have our own ways of doing it and it's, mm-hmm. And if it's been years in the making, it might take a while for you to kind of go, oh, well, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and really kind of chip away at that and redirect, right? The mm-hmm. the way that you're, you're uh, responding to it, I suppose, which yeah. obviously is a whole other thing that I'm sure you walk through with clients all the time. Mm-hmm. And then once you've found it, then how do we then start making better steps in the right direction? Which on that note, like how do you feel like, how do you power up into that shift and that change for, for yourself or for your clients? Um, once you start recognizing some things that you know, that you are identifying as kind of the, the crux of the, the, the persisting problem, yeah. how do you then start powering up the change then? Well, I think the number one thing is feel those feelings, release those feelings. And you can do that through like breathing exercises, um, journaling, you know, like getting those feelings out and released. And then it's just, you know, and then once you've done that, it's knowing that like you have the power to create your own reality. And I think that's the biggest thing that like your, your big, your, your greatest power is the power of choice. So once you choose to have a different experience that you're currently in, like you have to make the choice. It's like, what do you want? You not what you, you don't want. It's like, what do you want? And, and you want, you know, everybody wants different, but let's just speak of, as if we're in the moment. It's like, what do you want? And what do you want in the moment? Um, not what you don't want, because what you don't want you'll attract that. So what do you want? And then you'll start attracting those experiences. And, and it's just your, it's like your own choice. This was such a late lesson. I wish I knew when I was a kid, because I would have these experiences growing up and because they weren't going my way, like it would just, I'd kind of be, you know, lost in my own like sadness like oh you know woe is me this isn't happening as I wanted to and I did this for so many experiences like in high school and growing up and then when I realized like like, wait I have the power to choose of how I want to feel in this moment then I'm going to choose this there's and because I'm the one who creates my life if I'm choosing this versus this I'm choosing to have the better experience. And it, it takes time to do that. Like, this isn't like a, you hear this today and you're like, oh, I'm ch-. like, it's a conscious choice every day to do things like this. Like every time you're not feeling it, validate what you're feeling. Like, oh, I'm feeling sad right now, or I'm I'm annoyed or frustrated. That's okay. Like to validate everyone would feel frustrated, but then it's like, okay, once I validate those feelings, I'm going to go. I'm choosing a different experience right now because if I choose a different experience, I'm going to experience yeah. a different experience. <laughs> so I think just like the power of choice, like the only person that that you can be is yourself and control is yourself. You can't control anything else going on in the world, but your own choices. So the power to choose. And like I said, it's not easy. I say this, like not saying like, it's so easy. All you have to do is choose. This is a very dedicated, conscious choice that you have to make every day. And it's like over and over, you know, it's just like getting in the habit of making that choice, but it's, it's not always easy to start. It's just, you know, creating a habit of making the choice that, that works in your favor. Mm, Creating a habit that works. Yeah. I love that because I think it's, it really is one of those things where I think almost sometimes 
which is ironic as we're like talking through this, but I think almost sometimes we're inundated with like too much information on how to better ourselves, but then we don't act on it. Mm-hmm. So for oh, yeah. sucking yeah. it all in, but not acting on it and like actually making the, that powerful choice to go, Hey, I've heard this 400 times and it's old mm-hmm. news. I get it. Ah, blah, 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 blah. But that whole mindset of ah, blah, 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 blah is what's keeping you stuck. Yes. Because we have to make the, take that choice and kind of move it into validity of actually moving the pendulum. You yeah. Know? And that's the thing. And we kind of go back to what we were talking about earlier is where we, there's so many options out there. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many, and it's just, it's going back to getting focused and sticking with one thing or, you know, because when we have all these choices, we're not taking the action because yeah. like you said, like you just said, it's like, oh yeah, I've heard that and this and that. And then you move on to the next thing. And it's just like this constant movement, but nothing to stop and like take the action. So yeah, exactly. Well, it's almost an avoidance in itself of like, I've heard to journal a million times over. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. But yet you're still maybe stuck in whatever it is. And you're like, well, have you given it at least a little bit of a try? You know, not yeah. saying it's just journaling, but just that's an example yeah. of one thing that it could be something in the right direction. So it's like, we have to be really real and raw with ourselves and being like, why are you continuously, you keep hearing these things, but you keep going, well, that's for somebody else, or that's not my thing or whatever. But then you're also on the other side of it going, I feel awful. And I feel this and, and that, and I don't want to be stuck here anymore. And, you know, something's got to change. So it's kind of like that catch 22 of going, okay, validate those thoughts. Like if they keep coming up, something must mean that need to do something about it. But then the bigger caveat is doing Mm -hmm. something in the right direction to, to move it. So, Ooh, that's pretty good. So, I mean, when you come up against that stubbornness, like of, mm-hmm. of self, because I think as human nature, we're just stubborn in that way. Yes. We want to be stubborn. We want to just be like, I want change, but I don't want change, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like this weird space that I feel like we float in a lot. I mean, at least I'll speak for myself with things in life or growing my business or just in my own personal life of trying to shift something. I'm just like, that looks really like kind of where I want to go, but also, and then it's just like the stubborn side of me comes out of going like, I'll fight tooth and nail to not change, but then I'll argue about not changing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of those changes that the, that stubbornness is that programming that's running in the background that's in your subconscious. Like that's what's stopping you. You don't even know it's there. Like you're like, why can't I change this? And it's just because it's just this program that's been running your whole life and you don't even know it's there. So it's like getting to the either a reprogramming, but reprogramming is one of those things where it's like, that takes time. Like if you really want to reprogram your mind without like releasing those, those stuck feelings and emotions within, I mean, that's a 90 day (laughs) regimen in itself. Like, you know, like in order to change a habit, it takes 90 days. So you have to be committed to 90 days of a habit. If you really want to make it just a a daily occurrence without even the conscious thought of it all. But I mean, I do like, I do emotional releasing exercises. So once I'm triggered by something, I'm able to go, go into the exercises, release that, release that. And I know there's a lot of other ways you can do that, but that's just personally that what I've learned and it works for me. Um, But if you just want to do it kind of from scratch, you do a reprogramming techniques where you just spend 90 days, like three times a day telling yourself, you know, like I, you know, I'm capable, I'm strong. And then just constantly, you know, looking in the mirror, telling yourself that for 90 days, listening to it, you know, on a recording or or whatever you need to do. But that also takes time, but it all takes time. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, like since you, right, you kind of mentioned that so much of it's from years, decades Mm -hmm. past that's keeping us in the stubborn or keeping us in the stuck or whatever word we're attaching to the feeling that we personally are each having Mm -hmm. um it took years to get there so in the big spectrum of things 90 days of hunkering down and just doing things to 
kind of unravel and undo it, that doesn't seem that's so bad, actually, if you look at it that way. And Mm -hmm. it's not to say that you're like off into the sunset, like into freedom and you'll never have another, you know, little human moment come up. But just think about that. When you said, I was like, wow, if you think about that, 90 days in the right direction is a huge leap and bound to living a whole, you know, shift in your life, really. Mm Um, mm-hmm. which is so amazing. I can't imagine that it has to be so cool when you see clients kind of get over that kind of bridge of being stuck. How does that feel? Like just from that side of things, when you get to be a part of that transformation for people, um, it's gotta be awesome. Well, that's the best part. Like that's what keeps me going. It's like those moments, those aha moments for my clients where, you know, like even when I have self-doubt creeping in, like, oh, you know, as as a small business owner trying to develop a business, you know, every day is a challenge. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know, like that takes a lot to like overcome that ourselves. But like when you see someone and you walk away from like a call and a session with someone and there was such a moment where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm changing some, like I'm changing someone's life. And that's like why, what keeps me going. And, and I know that like how I feel afterwards, like, it's just that feeling of like, oh, like this is, this is the you know, like this is your intuition speaking, like this is, you know, and I say the feeling, like when I was talking about earlier, when you know you're moving in the right direction, like that's the feeling I'm like, okay, I know I'm doing, I know I need to keep moving in this way because this feeling is so overwhelmingly strong in a good way. Yeah. This is what keeps me focused um, mm-hmm. on, on to keep like moving forward, really. Yeah, we all need that little bit of like, you know, support Mm -hmm. and nudge and the little wins that come along to keep us moving forward in all the things. I just, I love that so much. And I think, you know, everything that we touched on in this conversation is just something that um, if we really take ourselves seriously and prioritize can, you know, if you're this, this episode will drop at the beginning of 2024, right. It'll probably, you know, and just say somebody lands on it on March 31st of 2024. And they really say, you know what, Nicole reminded me that 90 days of just taking some time to really get clear and make some habit changes, for instance, or, you know, mindset changes, just think, by the summertime, you could be going, oh, now I've kind of released this and I'm working on the next little thing that I want to work on. And I'm feeling a little more free in this way. I mean, just think, I'm just kind of using that time frame to wow. put it in perspective, but the power of change is just that, that it doesn't have to, you know, take decades. Yeah. And it doesn't have better. to do like, huge, it doesn't have to be huge leaps, you know, like it can just be small little changes because- <laughs> I think the pressure of having to do everything is what people that stops people from doing anything. You know, it's like do one thing. And this is what I talk about, especially with face yoga. When we, if we're going back to face yoga, I always say like, do one exercise. Like when I, when I do a workshop or I do a session or, or I have a course, if you're doing it, there's a lot of exercises to take in, but if, just focus on one. Cause once you see the one and you see the change from that, that's what's going to keep you moving forward. But if you do it all at once, you'll probably last maybe a week and then you'll be like, this is too much. So it's like baby steps. It's like small, if you just small steps can lead to such big results, but it's like just taking the small steps and focusing and being consistent with them, you know, and like you said, once that 90 days or you, you do the next small step and then the small steps get bigger because they seem easier. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, Oh, I did that. I, I know I can. And that, and that starts changing your beliefs because some, for something that you once said, I can't do that. Well, you did that. So now, you know, wait, I can do that. So like each, each, each step is, is pointing you in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, there people are out there defying themselves all over the place, you know, all the time. And, but we don't always really so- soak that in and go, wow, like I really did just do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like celebrate. And, and it's hard because I, I can say this too, and I'm not always celebrating my small wins because I'll be like, oh, you know, cause you just, 
want things to come faster and and then they really do. But when you really step back and and celebrate like just small wins, it's it's you'll start to appreciate like the big picture, I guess, yeah. or or see the big picture at least. Agree. I think that is very, very true and very needed in, in this life because we're always just like, well, it's not as good as I want it to be, or it's I'm not there yet, or I'm not, you know, at this, you know, level of achievement or, you know, whatever the case is. And uh that's kind of sad because we just rip ourselves from A, that just innate confidence boost that it will give us to get to the next thing that you do want to go to. But um that is so poignant. And I think it's like those bite-sized ways of showing up in life, I think can be such a beautiful, um, beautiful way to look at things, you know, like, see it's like what life is. I mean, we're always kind of trying to get to that next level or next step or just, or just feeling better, but like going through the process, I mean, that's life. So it's like just in trying to enjoy, I know it's all, this is all easier than done. Like these are all lessons that, I go through every day, but like, enjoy this journey, like sit here, like be in the present moment. Cause the only time we have, there is no, like, is the present, there's no time, but the present time, like we are only in the present. So enjoying that where we're at right now, um, kind of makes everything else fall into place or not seem so hard, um, because we're not thinking about anything else except for what we're currently doing. Yeah. Yeah. If you could take one kind of thing out of the the natural way that a lot of people already kind of like glob onto, like whether it's like the way they think or whatever, what could, what would you want to erase from somebody's mind or just the way that they operate to help kind of in general them be, feel lighter, feel better. If you had like a magic wand and you were like, I would like to do this. It could be anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think, gosh, and I, I kind of touched on this earlier. Um, I think just knowing, no, you know what? We, I, we trust, we touched on this a little bit, but really it's like trusting yourself mm. is probably the most important thing you can do. Um because you're the only person who knows what's best for you and trying to avoid anyone else's opinion. And another thing, easier said than done, but when you can just trust your own instincts and trust your own guidance, that will lead you to where you need to be. Um, even if it's kind of crazy or someone else thinks it's like when I did face yoga, <laughs> I mean, this was even four years ago when I started it. And when I'm like, I'm going to teach face yoga. I mean, I, I got a lot of looks like, oh, like what? And had I not, and I knew like in my heart, I'm like, no, this is, this is, I need to do this. Like, I, I think it's great. It worked for me. And like, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now had I not taking that, like, it's just like all these, just following your inner guidance four years later will take you to places you, you never knew you would be, or, you know, it's just, I think that's the biggest thing. And it's just wiping away all the programming and beliefs of other people and then just trusting yourself. And that will, if you can trust yourself, you know, you're always leaning into the right, the right direction and whatnot. I love that. So your magic wand would actually amplify people's trust in themselves. I feel. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. Like, and just not, not overthink it. Like go with your feeling less with your thinking and more with your feeling because your feelings are what guides you through life. Um, And your thinking mind. I mean, that's just, that's just all the chatter (laughs) of everything else we've learned but your feelings what you're feeling like no one can take that from you that's no one else but your own that's um, true that's so true oh thank you for that oh my gosh 
this has been so good. And I feel like it's just, it's making me think of so many things. And I know when I hop off, I typically, when I have guest episodes, like I'll sit and kind of like jot a few things that come to mind for me that I want to remember, or like, I want to work on myself and things like that, because I think it's just so just beautiful to hear the way that you articulate things. So thank you for all of that. Um, And as we wrap up, I always like to ask if there's anything else just kind of on your heart that comes to mind from our conversation that you want to leave on the mic here and, you know, you know, put on the hearts of the people who are listening to, does anything come to mind for you that you'd love to just express out there? Yeah. I mean, I think just everything that we've talked about is just, you know, it's just trusting within and you have the power to just create your own life and, it's all within. So all answers can be within. Um, but it takes action and it takes focus and it takes consistency to actually implement it. But if you're just guided, if you can just if you can just listen within and then focus and be consistent and take action, like it will all work out. And just go like keep doing it, even when things are hard, because you have to get through the hard things to kind of get to where you want to be in in whichever case, you know, is best suited for you. Yes. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And then the last couple of things, I always ask my guests if there is anything or what is something that you are grateful, I should say, for um, in this season right now. Um, So has anything come to mind? What are you most grateful for right now? Oh, gosh, I'm so grateful. Just everything, you know, this podcast, like opportunities that I have come, like I just did a face yoga workshop. And I think it's been like, one of the things that in the past, like four or five months, I told myself, I'm like, you know what, I want to get back to just like more community. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, and just, and I hadn't done um, face yoga workshops in person. I had only done one, and then COVID hit, and then everything else had been online and this, this past six months, I just told myself, I'm like, what do I want? I'm like, I want to be around like in person with more people and more, because that's when I, I just, in I just enjoy that. Um, like there's something about being live with people, you know, like being in person and I'm just thankful like that, the in-person workshops that I've had and, and just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I'm grateful for everything. Like things just, you know, how things are just playing out. Um, oh, I love it. And there's nothing not to be grateful for, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And community is a beautiful thing to be grateful for. And mm-hmm. being out there with people does make a difference. You know, just shifting mm-hmm. everyone's energy together and and just moving. So I love that. I love that you're getting back into that too, after, you know, I know that that was really crazy time for a lot of people. So I'm glad that your community feels just like it's getting nourished and it's beautiful. Um, and then the last thing is let everyone know, uh, where they can find you. If you've got anything coming up that people can jump into, um, and all that good stuff. And I will also of course put all links and stuff like that in the show notes, but, um, I love always like letting people have a moment to just let people know how to, how to get a hold of them and, uh, connect with them. Oh yeah. So, um, I, I have a website. It's just nicolemcgrath.com. So you can find like all my events, um, coaching. I'm actually currently working on my one-to-one coaching program. That's going to launch here in about a month. So that's exciting. And then I have another face. If you're in the Chicagoland area, I have a, another face yoga workshop coming up. It's at infinity foundation in Highland park. That's, um, February 23rd. And then I have also a group coaching program at Infinity Foundation, and that's called Unlocking Purpose with Empathy. And that's a four-week program that's in person. Um, So kind of, you know, it's all the things we talked about today. um, It's going to focus on a lot of that within the program. And that's what my one-to-one coaching program is. I'm just perfecting that um, to get that out to everyone. But yeah, uh, NicoleMcGrath.com. And then I'm also on Instagram at Nicole McGrath Refresh. So you can find me there. I share face yoga. I share just, you know, whatever I'm feeling in the moment of, you know, my coaching and, and whatnot for, for women. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, so for anybody local, definitely go check out the things that she has going on. Anybody who's all over, because we have people in all over the country and even outside of the country, come and check out her Instagram. I am telling you, recently you just put a post of like your own transformation with the baby. And I was like, this is exactly why I just love what you do. It was crazy town. So you guys, if nothing else, go check out her content and see the things that she's doing, the the beautiful things that she's putting out into the world from a mindset standpoint. But also if you're in the world, I know I am up almost on that 40 mark and I am like, what can I do to keep myself feeling confident and fresh and all of it. And I have a course too. So if anybody's like, if anybody is not, you know, local, I have, it's just a, it's a face yoga course with all the exercises that I did that helped me. Um, And it includes a workshop in there. It includes an extra eyes class for extra exercises. It's got a whole bunch of stuff. So if you are not local and you can't see me in person, it's, it's all on my website. You can yes, check it out. Do it. I dare you if you're listening to do this. If you, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm telling you the transformations that you have shown, it's just amazing. And, and who doesn't just deserve a little bit of like, just that, just you time as well to just kind of mm-hmm. give yourself a little self care, a little self love, a little mindfulness. And then, Hey, if you have a little bit of a more youthful look after the fact too, yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be upset with that. It's a bonus. It's a bonus. <laughs> yes, and it's so great. And it's just obvious. The transformation is obvious. So it's just awesome. So, oh, Nicole, thank you so much for being here and just sharing your heart, sharing your beauty that you are doing in this world and uh, li- letting us just have a peek into your mind for the day. Aww, thank <laughs> you, Megan. I loved being here. I so appreciate you inviting me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As we come to an end of yet another uplifting journey on taking flight, I want to express my deepest gratitude for joining me today. Your presence in this community truly means the absolute world to me. If you found inspiration or a spark of motivation, I invite you to share this podcast with someone you care about. Together, let's spread the wings of positivity and create a ripple of empowerment. Remember, you have the power to soar in every aspect of your life. Whether you're navigating challenges currently or celebrating victories or simply finding your path, always know that you're not alone. Before we part ways, I'd love to hear from you. As always, I am obsessed with connecting on social medias with those of you in my community. So come along, say hello, share your takeaways or suggest something you'd love to hear or explore in the future. Your feedback fuels the wings of this podcast. Thank you for being a part of this incredible journey. And until next time, keep rising, keep shining, and keep taking flight. <laughs>